Na 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 na. This is so Lincoln Park. Shut your face. <laughs> Shut your face, Hall. Who does that voice? Is that you or is that that's that me. Cody? That's my or voice. Corey? It sounds like Corey's voice, it actually. Sounds like Corey, but it's my voice, and I just pitch shifted it down and put some like you shifted B- it down. Yes, you, you like, drop D it, drop yeah, B it. I dropped it, it down. It? It's it's like a it's like a drop tuning, just to give it some more girth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, on that note, welcome to another. The Did next. You mean I say that note? What on that note? that's great that's actually really good on that note on purpose this time uh i did not mean that on purpose but no pun intended now it's there um welcome to the next installment of of ted talking episode number seven um i'm kidding what was the name of this episode uh headspace i think headspace head something that makes sense for sure because that's what it was all about um anyways we we had a great little uh, talk last week with Cody B and Winston, and I loved the uh, character arc um, uh, method of doing it that we that we did last week. But we're going back to the chronological this week because you know what, football's in the air. I, we didn't have a lot of time for prep for this, and uh, football's in the air, both football and football. If you know what Hallelujah. I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. College yeah. football. The Lord is real. <laughs> I'm just saying that. Like it's like this Where? season's amazing. Um, this time of year is <laughs> it's the time it's of year the, is the, the best. best time of the year. Um, Can it be happier? Nashville SC game on Friday. All day. We are about to go watch the United States men's team play tonight in about an hour. Mm-hmm. So football is in the air. And when I say we, I mean me and this bearded uh, wonder kid that's sitting next to me here. It's Kend. Kend. Uh, you know what? Kend. At this point, it's whatever we want it to be. So who's Kent Evan <laughs> Evan tone is here. You've joined us before, yeah. um, but we're, we're getting all of our friends. We're getting the band back together for these <laughs> Ted talking episodes. It's been a Thanks lot of fun, um, but you and I talk a lot about Ted. So I'm, I'm yes. super stoked to have this one today. So I did my typical Friday night watch, but it was after the Nashville SC game. Drinks were had. It was a late night. There's a lot going on. Just it's a great night. It's a great night. Great win. Great dub. Um, the red cards were shit. But it's no, the refs were yeah, they were not good. Shit. It was not good. Holy crap! Um, he was like freaking Oprah. You get a yellow. Yes. You get a yellow. You get a yellow. Yeah, it was obnoxious. Dax weighed in afterwards too, and he was like, you know, it was just a, it was a tough boy fight. Like there weren't actually punches thrown. He was like, so just throw it was some just a scuffle. Ye- it throw was literally like a show. Throw some yellows and call it a day. Yeah, but instead he took two people off the pitch. So, anyways, uh, here we are, Evan. Thanks for joining us. Cheers. Very excited tonight for tonight. We're decked out in our red, white, and blue. And uh, before we go, we're going to do a TED Talk an episode. So here we are. I've wasted uh, five minutes of time talking about nonsense up to this point. It's so. fitting. It's fitting. <laughs> we're only short on time. It's fine. I want to put you on the spot, though. You always say that we should start these off with British mm-hmm. accents. British, yeah. Especially you, with... Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Jamie. 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 Some fish. Ratatouille. <laughs> Ratatouille. <laughs> I definitely, uh, <laughs> I do. It's one of those things. But we did. We, do you have like a favorite line? 
uh, so far that you'd like to say? No, I don't. Oh. Not off the top of my head. Not you put it on the spot. Well, yeah. as we no. go through the episode, I'm sure something will come up. We but. didn't watch Grease or Hooligan, so it's it didn't like blend oh, in. It's just one of those things. That you, or the gentleman. It's fine. Yeah. I'm sorry. I do talk a lot about that though. It's just like, could you guys like start off like, cause, you know, I'm looking forward to it. It's a British, yeah. you know, environment. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm so we'll try to think of something, but we'll try we'll to think. not disappoint you moving forward. I'm sure to ask me that early. I would have thought about that. <laughs> All right. So before we get into the actual episode, we, you know, we do this with every, every guest. I usually forget. So thank God this time I didn't. Uh, <laughs> All right, hit him with your top five. And right. Do you want to get? Do you want to go in do top you, to bottom? Or I'm going to do bottom to top. Bottom to top. Yeah. Uh, top, bottom I, to I'm top. Do this in I stop. I'm going to do it with my British. At the core, <laughs> I forgot. Taken far from the safety. All right, number four. The five, picture's there. Number five is uh, the memory won't escape me. T Higgins. But why T. should Higgins. I care? Higgins is nine, number five. Were you? I was just doing Lincoln Park. You weren't going to just let me let me finish that? Absolutely not. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's go. Go ahead. All right. <clears throat> five to one. T. Higgins, Higgy Smalls is coming in at your number five spot. He is because he's. Uh, I think you guys have talked enough about him, but he's he is Higgins. I think he's like a. What did uh, Rebecca say today in this episode? Is like a, he talks about his wife like a Hallmark card or something like that. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Yes, um, he's great for advice. Yeah. So anyway, a very unselfish person. But anytime he's in the on on screen, you love to have him. So number four, uh, Sam. 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 Sam is the Sam. most gen. I think the most genuine character in the entire uh, cast. Just because, uh, like, as a player, he's like the perfect coachable player. Yeah. He's like, like when he confronts uh, earlier in the, and he's like, I'm probably gonna have to. Yes. Make you run laps. He's like, oh, oh, it's oh, gonna, oh, I was, oh absolutely. I was going yeah, to. Yeah. It's like, that's exactly <laughs> what you want. He's very humble. Yeah. He's very open to criticism. Mm -hmm. He seems like he's open to new ideas. You just want to love him. with the Dubai Air thing. Yeah. yeah. And there's, yeah. And, and, and seeing what it's, what's happening between him and Rebecca that they don't know. Oh, uh, excited to see. There's probably going to be some more. We'll, we'll obviously see some more Sam's. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Number three is Kayla. Kaylee. Kaylee is my number three. Uh, top, like the top three are probably like one A, one two, or two B. Yeah, yeah, or one not, C, or not two B, <clears throat> or not to be. <clears throat> okay, but uh, but Kaylee, I, I think honestly, she is like the Ted Lasso of the women, because she is so positive and so affirmation. Like yeah. what she did with Rebecca in the first season was beautiful. Like That's how how she uh, she's so positive with uplifting her mm -hmm. uplifting like being very honest with the people around her um how she she how she uh took on jamie and then like chef like put him to the side just yeah. like moved on with yeah. no problem you know she saw it she was mature uh but more more importantly like with her interactions with uh rebecca is beautiful because she like she she has so much what she did with the red carpet she you oh, know yes. totally Helped her out through she's that whole night. <laughs> well, look at yeah, she's so beautiful. Yes. And then like the uh, the whole like she talks about her breast or whatever. It's the funniest, but, but the most genuine yes. and uplifting. You know, it's just like oh my god, you could tell like Rebecca was very yes. uplifted by that. But yeah. in this one, in this season, she my favorite part is probably when Rebecca's doing the whole making herself bigger uh, for Nate mm -hmm. uh, or for the room for Nate and. 
her uh, Keely's response is like, "Oh my God, you're terrifying. Do you want to invade France?" It's my <laughs> one of my favorite lines. I'm like, "Oh my God, that's hilarious." I don't think we said. I don't think we talked about that line specifically, but that that was a really good one. Oh my God, you're terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to invade France? It's, I miss the invading France part. That is funny. It's extremely. Oh my gosh! So, All right, so number two that leaves us with number two is obviously Ted. Ted, and then number one for obvious reasons. Yes. And number one is uh, Roy, but Roy's has been my favorite since yeah. like. The episode, second oh, okay. episode because okay. he's like I I relate to him so much, so it's like the front he has this huge front, cold front, and then the people around him like his small circle he's very he's blunt but he's very warm soft. center oh warm, absolutely cold front warm center yeah but he's also blunt and I love it and yeah. then he also like so he, he's he's Roy he had you like locked in it like since mm-hmm. punching dicks yeah well, yeah pretty much yeah okay. you know he's nobody understands you you know yes all right moving into the episode you ready absolutely let's go i got you babe nice Hi. little musical montage there with keely and roy and roy hey. hi there, have you seen this stuff online about roy like not being a real human being no okay. but his i can yeah. see what you're saying because he's just like the way he re- look mainly when he We'll get to it, but like when he realizes what he's done, yes, that whole process of like seeing <laughs> you see like, his brain work <laughs> pretty much like a robot. So, so online he posted, I think his name's Brett Goldstein, I believe I might get that wrong, but um, he posted this thing on Instagram about how uh, some people on the internet think that he's like a uh, like an avatar, he's not a real human being, and he's like, I am in fact a real human being, but he used one of those like Instagram like uh, filters on his face, so he's a cartoon. <laughs> Hysterical. Um, but in this opening sequence, we see him and Keely interacting as they wake up in the morning, and he just is there. They did a really funny job of showing, animating the fact that he's like, every time she turns around, he's, he's like already set in the moment. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like she closes the fridge, and he's like, morning. And he like gets in the car. Hey. <laughs> you know, it's like, he's just there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they, they sit, they're setting the stage for some, for some Roy and Keely drama, which I hate. I don't. Don't do that to me. I mean, she's obviously infatuated yeah. by her. Infatuated? Yes. Like, completely. Yeah. Yeah. And she spells that out throughout the whole episode. It's like, listen, he's the what, cat's pajamas. Oh, yeah. Which I I've definitely never. I, I definitely wanted to talk on that because in they. In my entire life. They both said it about the other person without the, the other person in the room. Oh, that's right. She, he's talking about her feet. Yeah. Yes. He said it to her at the very end, and she said it to him about him in the locker room. Right. In the smoking room. Yeah, they're the meant kit, to be. The kit room. They're not. They're not. I that, don't see it. So it once I saw that at the end, I was like, okay, we're we're good. I think Absolutely. we're good. Good now. Like, no, it wasn't. We it was good. a it was a simple like yes. situation where yes. like she just needs to be not just honest, but like yeah. upfront. It was a nice little side project <clears throat> for the for the show. Right, but everyone's like stomachs were churning of like, I oh know. no, what's happening don't here? Do this. Don't do this to our hearts. So, <laughs> Nate and the fam. We get to see Nate. We get to see a small little glimpse into Nate's personal life. Yeah. Well, his parents, yeah. Yeah. So he's at his he's at breakfast table. I guess he goes Poor over kid. to see mom and dad. And do you see you notice the box on the table? Yes. Was that his niece that he said makes I think those? It's his niece. niece? I think. Yeah. It's like a little inside of his life, yeah. Yeah. I think it's his niece. Um, which I like, I can't wait to meet like one of his siblings, but whenever yeah. that'll happen. I mean, I, w- I want to see a larger glimpse into the personal life mm-hmm. of of Nate. But he's still to make sense of things. Yeah. You see he's already he's still uncertain with his parents though. It's more like He's, I think his mom is a good mom, and then I think his dad is very neglective yeah. of like not. He's like, just keep you humble, and that's it. You know, yes. he's not giving him praise when yes. he's on a freaking newspaper. 
and yeah. he's for a good reason. You, you can tell that he really just wants the uh, approval of his dad. Absolutely, and of, I think that well, of anyone really. I think that is true, and that's oh, we'll get into. But that I think eventually. he's getting it from the dad. Well, yeah. Let's let's pause that for a little while. All right. So, next scene we see is Ted goes to the dock, which is the last scene we saw from the last episode. Mm-hmm. Was Ted all curled up? But first session, and we were. Last last week on TED Talk, and we were thinking about how are they going to do this? Are we going to like get like a whole episode? Are we going to get a lot of screen time here? We're not. We still haven't really had the conversation yet. So mm-hmm. we kick it off. And Ted's Ted's like whole like I don't know what to do with my hands deal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> what did you I think about that scene? I uh, it was everything that I thought it would be because <laughs> I mean the dude like obviously has some history with it. Yes. He's talked about it, but he uh, the whole thing is weird this is his first time doing it alone he did it with his his wife that set the whole thing up and it, he felt cornered so right and then we also see like he just doesn't want to get into it so it, that, to break that barrier down for himself for himself to like allow someone else to feed into himself yeah. you know that's his, he's not he's not used to that his couch shenanigans as he called them were hysterical yeah. he had some good like new york were, com- were, comics and yeah. then, uh the pillow for the spine is my favorite yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, the cascadey, cascadey. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, that. He like leans on his back and he's like, oh, it's kind of like a luge, like a water slide. And then he's like, oh, maybe. And then he puts his hands on his chest. He's like, oh no, a little too cascadey. <laughs> that's not a word, dude. but I love it. I, mean, oh, I don't love it, but that's dude. Funny. And so after all that, he's like, do you think I should sit or whatever? Yeah, I think he said, should I sit at the beginning? And she's like, yeah, sitting is probably best. And he's like, oh, so like, none of that was worth anything. And then we see this little bobblehead bird. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the bird? I think that that's somewhat of a I don't know signifies like what he's feeling in the moment he's like okay we're okay we're okay we're okay when it stops he it just stops turns off and he loses it yeah, yeah he turns off he yeah. completely like yep this isn't good I don't like this yep. I'm done yeah right right at the very end he's nodding forward with the bird mm-hmm. and then when he kind of reaches his end he starts nodding the opposite direction like no 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 and then as soon as it stops he's like yeah i don't want to do this bounce and when he comes back it's not nodding yes he's not ready and then he goes full-fledged on her and then well i guess we can go back to that but yeah so next we uh we got one of my favorite lines was darn tootin vladimir putin from training camp (laughs) from training he was rolling he was rolling yeah with the words yeah that was was really good um so we're at training and this is when nate well, the guys are kind of given, they're taking a piss on Nate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're, they're kind of, I want to call it taking a piss on him because he would, okay. The first two I have, this is part of the things yeah, I want to yeah. talk about okay. Nate, but like, this is why I think this is over easily overlooked. The first two jokes with this, which is Roz and uh, Jamie. Yeah. Granted they're who they're the stars, but yeah. uh, those things, they're like, Whoa, you're big now. We don't, we can't, we can't be co- are we good, are we are we mm-hmm. good enough to be coached by you? Right. That's actually giving him props. Okay. Okay. That's actually that's yeah. those are easy to take. Yes. Those are soft jabs of like, yes. hey, you're a little too big for me, whatever. You know. Yeah. The next one's actually pulling back this like uh embarrassment moment. What of, was Collins what did Collins? Collins say? was talking about Wonder Kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that which is an embarrassing, an embarrassing thing. moment yes. of the one thing that went bad the whole yeah. night. That was that's a good, and that's a, and so that point. triggered, that triggered, that hit a nerve for him, and so he goes on this defense yeah. fight or flight, if you will, um, mode on him, and you know puts him down, and then goes too far with the second notion of saying like, eh, you're not, you're not gonna be on this pitch or whatever. 
It's it's an awkward moment because he like you're right. He doubles down. Yeah, he's like he, the first. Yeah, yeah, if he just go stopped ahead, at go the ahead first and one, sit this one out. Yeah, yeah. it's like Winston Bishop in um in New Girl. It's like mm. his pranks are too soft or too hard. He doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know the in between. He doesn't know. Like <laughs> he's like in your face, and it's like wow, that was really really mean. You killed my dog. <laughs> <laughs> There's one where it's like I, I put a feather in his shoe, and. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Anyway, all right, that's another show. Yeah. Um, all right. So then we're back in the locker room or headed to the locker room. And, no, no, we're, we're back in the locker room and Sam is on banter. Mm-hmm. And to my surprise, I didn't think this is how this was going to go. But everybody in the locker room knows about Sam's banter talk with this with this with boss girl. That's not really surprising to me. How close they are. True, and how how true, genuine he is. But I just didn't. And how much they pull for him. The, the awkwardness could get even more like. That's exciting. If, if I really entire, feel like this episode is like a step, like a yeah. or whatever, a setup type of uh, episode. But it go did, on. this episode did kind of feel like the first setup episode that we've mm-hmm. had in a while. It did move some things forward, but it was very mm-hmm. kind of like let's just kind of slowly move some things forward. But so I, I was just, I thought it was funny how everybody was invested in what he was doing, though. Too, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They got all excited when they see the, oh, see the like, three oh, dots. Oh, three dots. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Too good. Any other thoughts on the... Mm-mm. No? All right. So then we see the other side of things. It's funny how we're using the text message to go from scene to scene. So then we pop over to Rebecca, Keeley, and Higgins, and they are talking about what Rebecca should do on the other side of things. So we're watching this whole thing play out. Right. Thoughts? Uh, I mean, I don't. Like, she's just... Uh... I think she needs therapy. Um, <laughs> I think we're getting to that at some point too, right? We have uh, yeah, to. Yeah. Well, right? I think I think this will like this whole thing between her and uh, Sam is going to come out to be. Yeah. She just needs therapy because she can't really comprehend someone actually genuine liking her. Fair. My love <clears throat> is the oxygen that gives me life. Hallelujah, Higgy Smalls. Golly, isn't he just the example? He's such a, and then my God, his jazz gadding. He just said it like so nonchalantly too. Like that's something you save for like Valentine's yeah, or yeah. for something for no, your like. It's a, it's a Tuesday. Like, yeah, that's no, Tuesday. We just for call me. that Tuesday. So speaking of the uh, the jazz scatting, they're like he sees Higgins sees Roy coming in, and I love the small <laughs> little moment <laughs> where he's like, and and like Rebecca doesn't even skip a beat and starts Absolutely. starts scatting with. God, another no pun, pun intended. Another pun. <laughs> Didn't even skip a beat. Literally. In a jazz scatting. You're a child. Deal. And I love, you know what's funny is like in the moment when Roy comes in and says, Were you talking about me? And everybody else says no, but Keely does say, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll come She's back. She's keeping to her honest let's honesty. Put, let's, and put I a love pin, it. let's put a pin in that. We'll come back to it later. Why? It's because uh, two sides of the coin. Um, all right. So then we go back to Keely and Roy's place. And um, they are. She settling. blows up on him. His response. Does that happen right now? I don't think she blows up right here. Is it? This is the, the Da Vinci Code night. This is when he's reading. And ah, she, that's right. She gets frustrated. Sorry, I'm way ahead. Okay, what do you think? There's any significance of the fact that it's the Da Vinci Code? They've made a point. I saw. I saw her post about it. Keely in, in real life. Keely posted something on Twitter about okay. the Da Vinci Code or something. Or gotcha. Reading. The Da Vinci Code. No, I don't. I don't. I haven't looked into it. I got nothing for you. 
I was curious if it had anything to do with science and religion meeting or like this show is so smart that like I thought there could be some higher meaning, but mm. maybe not. I would have put it past him. Yeah. Anyways, that's a quick one. We're we're we've just we've touched on it one more time and it's like even just even when he's not of in her stuff, she's like distracted by him. Mm-hmm. She it, it's just reiterating that like he needs to she needs some space kind of deal. Um all right, so we go back to Ted and the doc for the second time. Mm-hmm. And what I love is he he drops the what's up doc. It's just a great Of course. Yeah. It's a subtle little quick little line there. Do you do you think it's just like a self de- self defense mechanism of him like being he's feeling he's obviously feeling very awkward. Yes. And that's his way yeah. of like feeding off on the awkwardness of just like getting through it is just being quirky. Quirky comedy like he leans on his comedy. His bread and butter. Whenever he feels awkward. Yeah. Yeah. So um, but then we see some, we see Ted get real. We kind of see behind the curtain a little bit for the first time. I think really ever there. I'm sure there's been a couple other scenes where he really lets his guard well, down with, his, with Jamie. He kind of like, yeah, he starts to be like, listen, we're going to, I'm yeah. about to like, right. Then his son walks in mm-hmm. at that in the, in the, it's in the first season. That's right. Obviously. But, um, yeah, this one, he actually, uh, he caught, he, he, he straight up said it. He's like, this I, is hey, bullshit. Because I think this is bullshit. Because you can pay like, just to listen to things that whoa. people that you, uh, I don't think you care about. It seemed like the floodgates opened there. Mm-hmm. He really he, let her know. He, but it was really nice. He was, he was at least honest. He was very honest. And, and it's funny how, there it is. Cheers. And now it's a talking BS episode. Um, it's funny, not funny, it's interesting to me how Ted still has a level of respect to him. Even though he storms out, he calls her profession bullshit. And he does disrespect her. His ability to come back in the next scene is just in, intriguing to me. But yeah, he loses it and storms out. And again, yeah, you're right. The bird. By the end, by the time that he storms out, the bird is not moving anymore. It's still right. No longer. It's kind of like a the uh, I don't know what do you want to call it. The notion of how the mood is for him. Right. So <clears throat> Sam and, and uh, Rebecca run into each other in the hallway, and they're both on their phones. Mm. And they physically run Classic. into each other. I know, right? Connected. We just can't get away from them. Just a guy standing in front of a girl wrong, on my cell phone. Wrong episode. I know, I know. That's wrong episode. That was a lot of night. I wish he would have said that. That would have been funny. That would have been a fun callback. So it was like super awkward in, in like a traditional like romantic sense. Of in a life. way. You know what I'm saying? They have no idea though. They don't. And that's what's fun about it. Yeah. But he kind of calls her on it. He's like, were you about to say that? Yeah, what was that with that awkwardness? Did you? I I think I don't I don't know, I don't know. I think that was a little. I think it was a little far fetched. Like, why would he think that she was about to say that? Yeah, and she did say like, well, what did she say? Call me Rebecca, because he said Miss uh-huh. Welton or whatever. Uh-huh. But yeah. she's she's said that to him before. Yeah, like in, with the episode with the uh, her grand, uh, goddaughter. I th- I, when when he said, "Were you just about to say that?" I thought that might have been them saying, "Like th- they do have a an int- intellectual connection where they think the same things," which is why they're connecting on the on the app. But sure, I I don't know. It was very it was very short. Um, all right, so uh, Colin goes to see Nate next to try to find out, which is very forward. I love it. The fact that it's he goes very, to, he goes uh, to see him to like say, "Hey, look, did I?" offend you in any way did i disrespect yeah. you is there something that i can do and uh it doesn't really go the it's way very that, brave of him brave yes but also did not go the way that he was wanting it to go no and i actually have things i have things 
to think about like what he says to him. Uh, he pretty much, I mean, yeah, he says it in a mean way, but he said he pretty much calls him a role player. Yes, in a brutal way. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, I think from what I said earlier, I think that stand that that stands. But like, what he was saying about the two stars, they're stars. You're just a role player. You're yeah. not. You're not. They're artists, and you're a piece of art hanging right. in a Holiday Inn that's covering a blood stain. But he's not wrong, is what I'm saying. Fair, because but that you was... can't have like a whole team full of stars playing. You got to have Fair. role players to for the stars to feed off of. That was a brutal illustration of that. Absolutely, of that. I'm not. I'm not defending. I'm not defending him by so any means. But one part that you chuckled at pretty loudly was the camo jacket. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> I didn't see you there. It's because it's camo. It's because it's camo. <laughs> you gotta love it. You gotta Dude, love it. You ca- have to. Ca- you know, my my wife actually <laughs> caught that before I did, and she started laugh, cackling so hard. I'm like that was funny. Oh, well, Colin, I didn't see you there. That's because it's camo. <laughs> oh my gosh! A shout out to the. Uh, I think his name's Will. Will, um, yeah, yeah. And Kit, he's like Kit with Man. the red pants. He's like, oh, oh <laughs> they're yes, yes. something like that. I'm like, dude, this is so, he loves his job. The, I, the kid loves his job and he's like trying to make it for what it is. I know. And it's kind of. And it's like, you can see that was what Nate did before. That yeah, we'll get to role. it. I have, I yeah. have things okay. to say about, okay. Okay. about Nate and everything. All right. So <laughs> we then move into the boot room. To get the, the smoking boots, room, really. Which turns into the smoking room. Because smoking doesn't exist in there. And I love how this scene builds from just Keely by herself to mm-hmm. Keely and Rebecca and oh, Higgins. More characters. To Jamie to who else comes in? Oh, Higgins, uh, Rebecca. Uh, the Kit Man, Will. Yeah. And Will. then finally and then, Roy at the end. And yeah, yeah and Ted, obviously. And this yeah. is when she calls him the cat's pajamas. Mm hmm. And she thinks he's great, but she finally kind of airs her grievances. And I loved, I can't remember who, who told her, go tell, the act, go tell the only person that can actually do anything about it. Like, quit, quit whining about it and go tell him. Was it Higgins? Was it, Re- it was or Higgins it or Rebecca. Rebecca. It was it's one of Rebecca. the two of them. Higgins didn't say much except yeah. that, like, uh, bottle, messages in a bottle. Oh. With his pipe, may I say, may I add, like he has a oh. freaking pipe. He pulls it out so nonchalantly, just like you quietly pats it. it. Oh my god! Loving well, it. Shout out to my wife again, though. She noticed it before I did. I am a pipe guy, You're a pipe and that's guy. why she's like, he has a Higgins. Did you see Higgins? He has a pipe. I'm like, what? I rewind it. I'm like, oh my god, I love this dude. And You're he more. only made it to number five on your list. How dare you? How dare you? Well, actually, <laughs> technically, it's like number three because the first three are basically my ones. Oh, fair. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's stupid, but it is what it is. It's All like, right, it's a hard. It's it's tough. I Coach didn't make it. Oh, good point. But I'm not like he's not. Mm. I'm not fancying him right now in this season. He's more like I don't like how he interacts with the the, the players right now. What like when the, Colin said yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. doing his mantra or whatever. He's like that's my mantra. He's like mm, you're you're weird. I, th- I think like, he's like, <laughs> cool. Like the cool. way he's just like he's not interested. It's like come on. Come on, but be he's better. Kinda, he's still pulling the strings, which we'll get to in just a second. But um, so sure. we, we do go to the blow up scene where Keely and Roy are at home and Keely just loses it. She's watching Sex in the City, which I'm sure that episode I, I've never I've never seen more than 20 minutes at a time. I haven't show, probably so. But that episode, that scene right there is yeah. high and like stress, like yes. you're feeding off. It's just she's like te- music. She's telling him to shut up. It's, there's a lot of it's <laughs> yes. feeding into the moment. She's she's relating to it. And uh, I'm sure there's a large significance there of which episode that was. And, and they're probably, that couple's probably going through the exact same thing that, <laughs> that they're going through. Um, but she blows up on him. And then Roy is like, 
Oh, well, I guess we, we missed that in the scene before, but I love how Roy walks into the boot room and is like, what are you talking about me? For the second time, and, and everyone, everyone says, yes, yes. definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and he's like, okay, let's like, go. Notice Jamie is even in the room, and yes. he doesn't give a flying no. flip. He's like, oh, okay, I don't. Like, he is, he is a solid, <laughs> he said, he's solid. So, so we go to the blow up, and he realizes that she's been talking. Whoa. Talking to people about the fact that he is all over her. Well, hold on. Yeah. Can we just acknowledge like how he reacted? His response, his initial response to Keely's like blow up. Yeah. It's like, whoa, this is happening right now. Yes. What is this? Yes. <laughs> yes. Didn't know this existed with Keely. <laughs> I love how he's describing the Da Vinci Code. It's very brief there, but he's like, this may wears a, a, a an iron chain around his leg or something. <laughs> starts going into it i know she's waiting for the keely's response at that time but go on uh, but, so but he does just... he does realize that she's been kind of airing her grievances in a public place to multiple people he realizes that what he thought was just the normal things like how much hair goes down the drain which by the way he's probably the you've got a big old beard but he's probably the most hairy individual i've ever seen in my life including ja- jamie jamie notices it too yes like he's <laughs> what does he's he say he says something about carpet it in, on his chest or yeah, something like in that. the first yes. season yeah they so, don't shy away, and I love it. Yeah, and so he realizes that she's been kind of talking about how he's like this, what does he call it, a kitchen magnet? Like he's like stuck to her all the time. He needs to be right, like right next to her. Um, but it was just a, it was an intense scene, and he storms out, which I was like, damn. Well, he felt like a fool. He did, which that would I would feel the same way, to be yeah. honest. Um, any other thoughts on the blow-up? No. Moving on. It's pretty... So you well, talked about beard kind of not sticking up for Colin in the moment, but no, I wasn't really saying like he should stick up. I was more like, I don't, his response was just so lame. I'm, I guess we're so used to Ted being Ted and, uh, coach kind of feeding off him. Yes. I don't know. Like he is pretty subtle. They weren't, they weren't together much this episode, were they? No, which is rare. Yeah. They usually are tied at the hip. Beard obviously oversaw the conversation with Nate and Colin where he just destroyed him. Yeah. Uh, consider me dunked on. Um, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. I was a flash forward. We're going to flash back. There you go. And then there we Not go. Not really a callback, but kind of. It was a call forward. It's there weird. you go. Nice. We'll get, hey, we're getting there. It'll make sense What's in a bit. This is Inception. So uh, Beard does. He, he <laughs> Nate turns on the light and Beard's just sitting there with his Peaky Blinders hat on. Love it. And love it. Uh, he calls out Nate for being an asshole to Colin, and I loved it. Do better. Do better. He said it was personal and it was weird, which I agree. <laughs> it felt personal and it was it was like a yeah. personal attack and it was weird. Yeah. Um, and he said the doors behind you and Nate goes to leave. He's like, wait, this is my office. He turns back around. Poof, gone. gone. I loved it. Didn't it feel like? an Irish mobster like, yes. movie. I where, think like, that's what they were. Like, he was in there. And then as soon as you turn the light back off, it's, he's gone. Mm. Just disappeared. What movie is that from? I don't know. I don't either. I don't know what you're talking it's about. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Um, so that tees up kind of the ending here, but, uh, all right. Ted and doc round three. We've gone three rounds. Ted has stormed out twice, but he did say, I don't he doesn't qu- quit. I don't quit things. Um, so, she said she's been meaning to tell him something, and he says, what? Do I have a boogie in my stash? Love it. Again, with the uh, <laughs> awkwardness. You, you have a massive beard. 
Yeah. You ever get boogies in the beard? Boogies I, in I the stack? Food. I get food. Food. All the time. Food. Food. Um, uh, no, but again, like his, his response was funny, but it was also like, okay, no, but seriously. Same deal. Like that's his, def- that's his resting position. If he's awkward, he's like, I'm just going to go to comedy. I'm going to go to like yeah. awkward comedy and back up. Um, all right. So then the doc finally does some talking. We haven't really heard her talk much. It's really just been Ted talking and then leaving. Um, yeah, props to her. Yeah. So she kind of, so yeah, calm um, and understanding and a professional. I also want to say, I also want to note like the way the, every, every scene that he's in that room, the way she looks at him, it's like, she's like watching a, a puppy, like whimper. Like it's the sad, she has this like caring, like, Oh my God, like, are you going to be okay? Like, I don't think I noticed that until you brought that up. Like she is this caring, thoughtful look that she has. She really does care and really is like interested in helping him. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Cause there, there's been some awkward times like throughout the building where she kind of like, I don't want to say she rolls her eyes, but she definitely like looks at him in different ways. But you're right. Whenever it gets down to like the actual nitty gritty, it's like a caring, deep, deep caring thing. Um, so, so what she says back to him, is pretty brilliant. It was a great analogy. Yes. The, the perfect analogy for him to understand. Yeah, she said, like, you, you wouldn't coach for free, would you? And he said, yeah, I would. She said, but you don't, do you? And you, it doesn't mean you don't care any less. He's mm. getting paid, but he still cares about his players and his team. So she is getting paid, but she still cares about her patients um, and the people that see her. But yes, I loved it. I loved it. And then the whole fight or flight uh, response thing. And she's like, but you actually fight and you and you flee. And she said, that's actually a pretty impressive range to what she said. What is a watch out, Glenn Close or something yeah. like that? <laughs> I, don't, I didn't catch the reference. Oh, or I mean, my gosh. I didn't look up the reference, but. Impressive range. And then that's when he did say, he said, well, consider me dunked on. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. And he, he looked very, um, like he understood in the moment. It, it it resonated with him. And I think her ability to, uh, what was the, I, you, I can't be your mentor without being your tormentor first. Right. And he was like, I like that. Yeah. She said, I thought you would. Her ability to communicate with him on a, on a way that he understands, I think leads to him being like, okay, I, he's kind of warming up to the idea, you know? Okay. So yeah, my favorite quote in the actual episode is that, uh, in that scene with, the uh, therapist says, uh, the truth, oh, was the uh, truth? Will set you free. The truth will set you free, but at first it'll piss you off. Yeah. <laughs> well, all I can think of the truth shall set, set you free. free. <laughs> it's from Liar Liar, people. We get it. And if they don't get it, that's their own fault. Um, and then he's, what does he say after? He's like, your, the, your, your is, new nickname is the truth. Yeah. Which is like, what, a wrestler or something? Or like a basketball? It should street, be. Street basketball not. player? Like the professor? Truthers. You, you know, know, like flat earth truthers. <laughs> oh, you're okay. We, we went through that before, you and I. I don't, once I don't know what you're talking about. So, <laughs> it, it, look, back to what I was saying before about how he respects her still. He did disrespect her in the first two, but, or really the second one, the second meeting. But when he's sitting there and he's kind of like, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. There's yes, an agreement. There, there is like a... there. Deep down, he is a respectful, like an overly respectful person, which we obviously, I think we know. Um, but I, I want to save, you know what, let's go ahead and I'm going to, I'm going to finish his little arc here. We'll skip a, we'll skip a, a scene here, but okay. So I think I, I talked to Kimberly about this a lot, a good bit with the show. They cover so many social issues 
and they do it in a way that isn't tacky, corny, in your face, like it, it's not obnoxious. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Oh, well, thank you for the agreements. Um, agreement, <laughs> agreements. I don't know. I just made that word up if that's not a word. But um, I just think like this. Okay, so it's called Headspace. It's mental health. And I, I think they paint a picture over a season and a half now of this man who probably needs to talk to somebody. You well, know we've, what talked about, we've talked about this. Yeah. Um, I don't think, I don't know if you guys have talked about it on here, but he and Rebecca talked about it. And like that interaction of like, yes. I mean, I know what's wrong with me. Yeah. I know what's wrong with me. Yeah. But I don't need to talk about it. Nope. It's like, but he even says early in the episode, he's like, some things are better. To, they clearly better to be do. Bottled, and there's a up. lot of people out like there. Like pickles and messages. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And that's clearly not the right uh, way to do things. But I mean, you know, you are your own captain of your own ship. Yes, very much so. So I want to go to, like I said, I want to skip to his last scene that we see Ted in. Not one of, but Trent Krim, the independent. He shows he back beautiful up. beautiful hair. And I didn't really think about that scene much other than I was like, yes, Trent is back. Because right. I think we last haven't week, seen him in like last four week, episodes. Cody and, and Winston and I literally talked about how the fact that we hadn't seen him since like episode one or two of this season. Right. But he comes back and it seems like a, a kind of a non scene. You get to see Ted interact with May at the bar. I mean the pub, excuse me. And then, um, Trent shows up and he seems like he's living his best life on a Friday night. You know what right. I'm saying? Like out with the boys. I don't know. Right. Um, and he asks him for a quote as to why he left the pitch the other day. Uh, left the match against uh, Tottenham, and he's just like, you know, he just reiterates the same thing. There wasn't really much to that conversation, except for I do think something else happened there. Did you think anything more about this scene? What, the fact that, like, uh, Trent was like, he kind of knew that there was something else? Yeah. Other than, like, food, I mean, it's not food poisoning. I the dude so. has eaten Indian food in front of him, and he I'm, was all right. I remember the spicy food. So <laughs> hey, they both probably remember that vividly. Right. Um, it, it seemed to me, I think we're going to get also, I think not only is this going to be Ted dealing with his mental health, I think he's going to come out and say he left because he wasn't well mentally. So he's you know going to pull, saying? what's the I girl who, who left the USA? Simone Biles. Right. Yeah. I think he's going to pull that. Uh, I don't mean that. Not, that, that not negative exactly. Way, but like, same, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Um, I just, I didn't think much about that scene, but I watched it the second time and I thought to myself, oh, this is a setup. We now know that Ted is going to go get some help and he's going to start talking to the doc. Which I'm very interested in how I that's going to go. I wonder if they're going to, hope we actually if they're going get, to allow yes. 30 minutes where you guys talk about all the time in 30 minutes, we feel like we see a movie Yeah, and they do so, they do not spare time. No. Nope. And I wonder if they're going to, they're, going to allow us to see that yeah. uh, interaction and that, that healing process of Ted Lasso. But I hope they do. I mean, it's called Ted Lasso for crying out loud. I want the depth. Give me, give me the story. Give me some backstory. Give me some, some Ted bearing his soul. I want to see that. Don't, sure. I don't want it to be... I don't be, know if we need flashbacks, though. Uh, yeah, I don't know about flashbacks because this show's not really like that, but we'll, right. see, we'll see. Whatever they All choose right. to do, we'll, we're just along for the ride. But... Um, I guess what I'm getting is I thought I saw the Trent Krim thing as let's take Trent out of it. This is the media and this is Ted realizing I'm thinking I'm putting myself this isn't going to go away. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm putting it. I'm putting myself in Ted's head and I'm thinking he just realized by him covering up. He just, he's realizing right now I'm covering this up to myself and that's not fair to me and that's not healthy for me. Is it good for me to put out into the world that I'm covering this up as well? 
He's is he perpetuating that idea of like let's just not talk about it and let's not get help. I I think I think before the season's over there'll be a press conference or a, some story written about Ted and how he dealt with a mental health issue. Sure. I think that's coming. Okay. I think that scene set that up. I could be wrong. But maybe maybe, maybe not like You might be thinking too much into like, it, but maybe, maybe not, not like maybe not like rainbow wrong, you know what I'm saying? So Okay. I'm going to dig at Corey for that forever. <laughs> he was so sure. He was like so sure. Um, all right. So let's go back to practice. And Nate goes and apologizes to Colin and everything is right with the world. Everything is totally fine. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He's, he admits to being a cocky, prickish, wounded butterfly. Um, Props to Roas. Butterfly. Yes. <laughs> I love a wounded so butterfly. <laughs> It's so out of oh, nowhere. Where did that come from? I don't know. His mom. Probably. <laughs> I mean, she did tell him he was born caffeinated, which uh, which is her fault. Got a lot of, oh, wow. Wow, that was dark. I'm just saying it's her he's fault. going after the mom there. I mean, she, but yeah, I mean how else is he going to be caffeinated? So she had him. We think that this is a closed loop. Like, everything's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nate's a good guy again. We're all good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not necessarily true. Why? What happened? So... Um, they go back to the locker room after practice and it's Will's idea for the team to get him a wonder kid K I D shirt with number one on it. And they give it to him and it's a very funny thing, but I don't think Nate again, to your point, you made, you made a great point there. Nate does not take this as a, um, as a, a nice polite gesture. Well, no, well, in, in, uh, general, us as a viewers, we understand that like that nickname is fun. That's a fun nick that he lucked out. That's a fun nickname. It's not like a stupid name. Right. It's not mean. It's Wonder Kid. Like, like what's wrong with that? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. Right. It's a misinterpretation of what an embarrassing moment yes. for him. But is that? Do you have any more? Yeah, I do. I, I wanted to go ahead and close out Nate's whole kind of deal here. So we see. Even when he gets the shirt, I think he's like, again, he came off the practice field where he was like, uh, apologized to, to Colin and everybody, hugged him, and it, this whole moment, Ted's like, did I miss something? And it's like, hey, yeah, don't worry about it. We got this. It's all good. So Ted's like, cool. Coach hey, covered it. Coach. Props to coach. Coach got it. But then Nate goes back into his office, and he's still, and I love the fact that they're po- poking at this, but he's latched onto that phone, and he's reading all of his comments. They all say, all famous people say, don't read the comments. Don't get in the, don't get in the weeds and read the comments. But he is like hashtag Nathan Shelley. And he sees one that calls him a loser. Well, he says he's a good, I mean, he did a really he good job, he but he saved, still is a loser. He seems like a loser still. Right. Which is, if you think about it, it's actually, it's a positive and a negative, which is, yes. it's not bad. It's just whatever. Well, Nate takes offense to Right. Him. Listen, if, if, uh, if Roy read that, about himself, he, he big whoop. He wouldn't care. Great, yeah, it's great. he wouldn't care because obviously the person cool. doesn't know that the guy is a loser or not. He doesn't know anything impersonal about him. Yeah, but yeah, but Nate takes issue, right? And so he chunks the jersey in the trash, I think, and then goes and yells at Will and storms off. So clearly, what we thought was like an apology ending, everything's fine, is not fine. Right. Well, it's because Will is. Um, is touchable, yeah. whereas everyone else around him is untouchable. Right, he's he's the bottom of the totem pole, which is yeah. I mean, that has to do with a lot of things of like insecurity and bullying of what Nate has had to go through. So, 
there was a scene earlier. I had a quote, and this is like a, a real moment here. I had a quote from earlier in the show that I thought I was going to use in a certain way at the ending to close out this episode. But I realized it didn't mean what I thought it meant. Nate's dad at the beginning of the episode says, humili- when he looks at the, the, the paper yeah. and his face is on the back, his dad says, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. Just stupid. And I thought, I don't know why I misinterpreted that early on, but I was thinking like, oh, it's about being humble. That's great. But now listening, like watching back again and getting the whole thing. Context, yeah. Context, headspace. The whole deal is you think about yourself more, not outwardly towards other people, but I think you do need to think about your mental health and Mm -hmm. yourself you do need to think about it more. That's the old way of thinking is like, look, I'll be, I'll put myself last. It'll be fine. Everything's fine. And then you bottle it up and then you explode. Mm-hmm. Um, so you carry more weight. It's yep. crazy how after this conversation and after watching the episode again, I see that line and I'm like, Oh, that's like a, like an illustration of the old guard saying something like an outdated idea. You know what I'm saying? Did you yes. take it like that? Um, I just, I took it as his dad was just being a grump. Yeah, pretty much. Of like, <laughs> I, he just doesn't want to praise him for some reason, which I mean, we have no idea why. Why is dad the dad's the way? Which, by the way, like his dad yelling at the paper yeah. was a classic. Like yes. us yelling at the TV. Yes, yes, because the TV will talk back to you. It will talk. Let back me to know you. when that let's happens. Get, let's get angry and yell because they'll definitely hear us. Yes. All right. So, any That's other closing closing thoughts on on Nate? I have a ton. Actually, well, I actually have like. Do you want me to pers- close Jamie and Keely first, or do you want to? Yes, go? let's do that. I'll, okay. I'll, yeah. Okay. So we go back to the field, the, the last practice session we see, and Roy is giving Jamie some advice on his um, movement on the field. He's basically telling him he needs to go support his teammate. And Jamie says, he kind of bulks up to Roy and is like, with due, all due respect, like, I don't, I need to give him space. Right. What did you say? Well, he says what? what did you and everybody's say? like, oh, everybody, everybody at once puts their. It's head like down. As, as if as if they yeah. know the situation with yes. Keely, which they probably don't. <laughs> they probably don't, right? One other thing that we, um, they, no, I, I don't think they do, but or maybe they do. She's. A, I don't she's, think they, they do. I there. think it's because there's this. There's this constant drama between Jamie mm-hmm. and Roy, and oh, Jamie is actually. Oh, I see what you're up. saying. I see what you're saying. I don't think anybody there knew that they had stuff going on. Situation with yeah, with, I think, between I Roy think it and Keely. Honestly, just coincidental. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Because because uh, it really felt like yes. us us knowing everything. Yes. Um, it felt seeing like he, that <laughs> like are they? Is he just saying the wrong? Are they yeah. knowing that he's saying this? Yes. And Jamie's being like, you know, yeah. Christmas. Like, I didn't know I was supposed to bring something for like Santa, like whatever. What was it? The Santa, uh, the dirty Santa or whatever. Um, the it was oh, like the, the gift with the wine. With yeah, the like he's, I didn't know I was supposed booze. to bring a gift because yes. they didn't want to break the secret or something. Yeah, like. not that Jamie's a little slow, but he's a little slow sometimes. I don't. He wasn't doing it on purpose because that's the point. Yeah. for this reason, there were some small lines that I didn't pick up till today watching it again. Um, when he said, you know, you need to give him space so that he can take on his defender. And he says, I got it from Pep, which is the manager for Manchester City. So, and remember, Jamie got sent to Man City, and Pep was the one. uh, I think Pep said he wasn't going to bring him back, and the owner said he wasn't going to bring him back. So he was, like, referencing he learned it at one of the top clubs of all time. And then, what's his name, said he learned it from Cruyff, which is, like, 
legendary footballer. Anyways, it was very much he was not talking to Jamie like, hey, this is what I'm telling you to do in your personal life. Like, he, it was a real football Right, thing. he was just playing, yeah. Exactly. He's being an athlete. But, but when, when Roy is like, he just sits there and pauses, and then he just, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great one, because it was a little high pitch, but you're like, oh, uh, no, it's fine. His he grunting and his, I mean, they're, they're doing it to the nth degree now, but it is so much fun. His grunting is just sighing. He's I just, know. He has that, like, that's why he, when he would run yeah. angry, like. So he, Roy goes home and Keely shows up and she thinks he's moving out because she sees bags and then he's got this beautiful romantic, you know, bubble bath set up with the lights and the feet scrubbers and he. Thanks, called, Roy. Called, I hate you. As a married man, I hate you. Yes. Now my wife is going to expect like, like damn it, all these candles. I love the the feet scrubbing comment. That was. Or he's like, your feet are a f-ing state. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he says the cat's pajamas thing though uh-huh. too, and it's like, oh my god, they really they're, they're connect like they're good. Yeah, they're he good. actually they're, had music and everything. Yes, the whole well deal. played. So I do feel as if everything is good with Roy and Keeley. Absolutely, there may be some weird things that come up here and there, but I I think they're absolutely solid. Um, who I don't think is solid, and who I think we're going to see a lot more drama from is Nate. I think Nate is is not done. So no, yeah, and okay. I have thoughts. Well, yeah, uh, from his, per- I think. Us, it's hard to see his perspective when we're we see it like it's such a negative, and such a positive show, right? Yes. You're all automatically you're so quick to say like he's being an asshole right now. Yeah. Why are you being an asshole? Right. Well, it's dude's been like bullied from season one. Yes. He's been through the trenches, if you will, and uh, he's finally gotten to the season two where he got the job. Well, he has a job, but then Roy comes in pretty much takes like yep. a big part to the point where Ted even laughs at him for even going for big dog. Uh, yeah. For, yeah. for going for uh, what's his name? Uh, Isaac. Yeah. So, um, so he takes that on and then he finally gets to, uh, he, oh, for his own episode when he gets the table, right? He finally gets the table with yes. his dad and his dad doesn't really acknowledge him. Yep. It's fine. He goes to the wait hostess and tries to get her number gets declined yeah again like he gets he gets the win and then he gets the he gets the negative again it's a constant thing dude it's so and then, true and then uh what's the next one he he wins the game he gets a he pretty much the the interview is pretty perfect except he except misses for, that one word except for he gets called out for the wrong thing yeah right and so again we go through the practice which we already talked about you know with the whole like two different jabs uh and then the the father neglects him in the first uh scene and then uh, with the jersey, the jersey might as well be a, a kick me type of thing. Yeah. It's where he's seeing. He's right. seeing it as a joke. It's a bad memory. It's a bad, uh, yeah. And then he sees that Will was the one who, was, who did it all. And he's the one, he's the bottom of the total bowl. He used to have his job. Yeah. And he's seeing him mingle with the other, other dudes. He's seeing that he's being greeted. And he's like, this guy, is, he's coming after me. He's, this is his joke to me. And he's the only one, again, like coach wouldn't come up to him if he came up, if he went off after that dude, after Will. He probably, yeah. I mean, unless like. Maybe, but yes. But yeah, I go because of, out of his goodwill or something, out of right. morals or something like that. Out but of his good will. will. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the puns are so. It's, it's there. William. <laughs> anyway. Plentiful. But that's why he's able yeah. to go and just unleash on Will with like, you ever do this again? And I just, I feel for him in a way because like he's, he's put in this box mentally. He is insecure. 
because of like from what he's gone through yeah. and the bullies of like what he had to deal with the team before yeah. Roy stepped up for him. So what? Where where do we go? Where's the resolution here? Does he go? Does he leave the team? Uh, well, that's another cool cool idea is that when he's listening before when, right when he talks to coach or coach does mm-hmm. this intervening thing. Uh, he's listened to a, a radio. He's like, yeah, this guy could go to another club and I he could coach his own coach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't see that happening. I hope not. I don't see it. I think he's going to have an intervention with Who? coach and Ted after Ted goes to therapy and like, and then I, what I'm hoping, I'm hoping he actually, uh, steps up to his dad, confronts his dad. That and needs be like to happen. this. I mean, like as yeah. as sons, like what's the hardest thing you'd ever yes. do is to confront your dad about 100%. something that's always been bothering you since the you know day one. So um, I'm looking for that growth. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think that's that's pretty much all I have on him. Oh, I'm just a, saying his perspectives. Look, it's uncomfortable, and we've been that. I mean, obviously, there's other character arcs that have been kind of going throughout the entire season, but Nate's the Nate friction is. The Nate friction is probably the most uncomfortable right now. Mm-hmm. I feel for, uh, I, I want to say I have this for Ted going to um, therapy sessions. I feel for him because I think a lot of it, he is surrounded by a lot of people that have grown and are doing very well. Yes. And he's stuck in his rut. Even Coach is like, he got back with his ex, even though that might not be a good thing. Mm-hmm. But he's seeing like, oh, that's a happiness kind of thing. Um, Higgins, uh, Rebecca, Getting, getting, talking to someone. Rebecca's been uh, moving Roy on. and Keely, Keely and Roy are good. Jamie's are good. progressed. The teach, the, sorry, the uh, the team itself is doing. Yeah. What? How many? How many wins have they gotten straight? Like four, four or five? I think, yeah. Straight wins. I mean, they're they're doing. Everyone's doing top notch. Yeah. And he is stuck in in his own head, and if a pickle, if you will. Bald. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yes, and I think. I want to see some resolution there. A couple things looking forward. Anything else you want to touch on before we kind of move forward? I think I'm so good. I did read an article today about, uh, obviously, as I've been doing this, my phone, you know, the world is listening to us. We all know this. So I've been fed and spoon fed through Facebook and Instagram, all these Ted Lasso articles and like different things. Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Okay. I don't. I don't. They're always listening to us. I yeah, I mean, yeah, but I don't. I'm not like joke. being forced, like you know, advertisements for Ted Lasso. But I click on it. I'm not mad about it actually. So, anyways, I uh, I did read an article today that said, and we were talking about how many seasons and all that good stuff. So they've already been greenlit for season three, which is good. Duh. Positive news. Knew that was coming. Yes. But and how then many? Hunt and I think Sudeikis both went on record early on and said that they had this whole story was written out and intended to be three seasons long. That was, that was intent. That's what it was intended to be. Now we will see if uh, the powers that be try to extend that. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they extend it to like four to five. Cause I, I think you can, you could add some things we've seen here a, and there. We've seen a couple episodes you where you can do side plots and like kind of pause the main storyline. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, to your point, like well, there's, there's always some other like champion league, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you can do with like a little league, like there or mean, a little club, like they have. Give me but. a um. What's what's the football's life? Football is life. What's his name? Rales, Raz, Raz, Rojas, Rojas, Rojas. Raz, Rojas. Holy cow! Sorry. I'm ready for soccer tonight. We are. Um, you could do a whole side story with Rojas, like give him an episode where like 
goes back and has an episode with his mom and stuff. You, mm. you could take time to do little side mm. plot things, but I do like the idea how they're they're starting off by like a, with a closed loop. Um, Speaking of side plots, I think you should add. You know where, you know when uh, the second episode with the godchild. Mm-hmm. And they have that little like sassy awkward, and, uh, yes, he yeah. goes sassy, whatever. And then they start talking about the sex or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, I think you should have <laughs> that sound bit whenever after uh, the intro, Cody. No, oh. after uh, Corey. Sorry, I keep saying Cody. Okay. Corey, I miss Cody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> after Corey does his like like inspirational speech. Oh, I gotcha. Blah 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 blah. But it's like, <laughs> he's like. <laughs> 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 Oh my gosh. All right. Feed that in. Any other closing uh, Ted Lasso thoughts? It's my favorite show. It's brilliant. I've watched it like five or six times just because my mental health needs it. It doesn't get much better, right? Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Well, that was episode seven. We've got five more, I believe. That's a healthy bit. Yeah, 12, se- 12 episodes this season. It's very exciting. It's a lot of room for growth. Um, obviously, we'll be back for more of these, but another great episode. I'm curious to see how this uh, season starts to kind of wrap up here. But Evan, Tone, thank you for joining me. Cheers. Thanks for having me on, man. USA. I've been listening for a while. USA. Until last is pretty great. It oh, yeah, USA tonight, yeah. Let's go. Let's go get the dub. USA versus Canada. All right. This has been another installment of Ted Talking from Talking BS. Cheers.